With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show have calmed down since the start of the show. As I breathlessly told you, the Knicks have won the championship. If you just saw the video... Let's say you had been out of the country for a while and you came back over and you saw the celebration after the Knicks game against the Hawks outside the garden. You got guys with their shirts off, cars beeping. Like you would have thought that somebody just won a championship there. You just knocked off the pesky Atlanta Hawks in game two of your opening round series. But, you know, that's me being sarcastic here. You know, not a Knicks fan, but certainly understand that place. And when it's rocking, there's no other venue like it in all the sports. We'll talk to Mike Breen, the voice of the Knicks. He was on the call last night. He probably couldn't sleep last night, I'm guessing. After a big win like that, the Hall of Famer, Mike Breen, on the call with the uh, Knicks over the Hawks. Breeny, thanks for joining us. Can you put it into words how big that win was last night? Well, they won a championship, Dan, as you said. <laughs> it, it was... Uh... It was so emotional, and the same thing Sunday night, game one, and, and obviously a lot had to do with the Knicks' performance, but there's so much more that went into it, um, and, and it's kind of hard to describe, but um, it was like the perfect storm. Here you have this loyal, hungry fan base that has been tortured and heartbroken time and time again, not just with no playoffs, but brutal seasons. So eight years of going through that, that's number one. And I think just as important is the, the pandemic. It's kind of like the family reunion. We've all watched those videos of families who haven't seen each other for a year and they, they get to see their mother or father for the first time or their brothers and it's so emotional. It was like the Nick family reunion at the garden. And, and right after the national anthem of game one Sunday, you know, this powerful national anthem, one of the, the great stars of Hamilton sang it. And then the, the, the chance start, I was looking around the arena and our broadcast location is, is in now. It's about 20 rows up. So we're in the midst of the fans, not on the court. Uh, there were people who were crying and not just a couple. There were a lot. It was such an emotional thing because it was really the first sports gathering uh, in New York City, which like many cities went through you know, horrific times. So the emotions just they got you caught up. I, I was emotional myself. But to explain this to somebody, and you you do games all over the NBA in every venue, but to where does this atmosphere rank of of the different basketball arenas that you've called games in? Well, I, I, full disclosure, uh, I'm probably not the most objective. I grew up in New York. I've lived in New York my whole life. I've been a you know was a Nick fan when I was seven years old, captured by Clyde and Willis and the Busher. Uh, so I might not be the most objective. 
But I think in a big event, in a big game, there's no better building in, in sports. And uh, again, because it has not had that. Let me put it this way. Over the last several years, there's been games in April where the Knicks are 20 games under 500. They've been eliminated from playoff consideration for, for a, a month or so. And if it's a two-point game with two minutes to go, the building sounds like it's game seven of the finals. It's, it's crazy because of this, this hungry, desperate fan base that, that experienced years ago a great team and are just, they just want a team that, that, that makes them proud and, and makes them feel like they have a chance to win every night. Do you remember a time when free agents decided that they didn't want to play for the Knicks? You know, because Durant famously said, look, I didn't consider them. Like, basically, I don't care about the legacy, you know, of this place. But they haven't gotten, they haven't attracted that, that big free agent. Why do you think that is? Because of the losing. Um, you know, we can talk all we want about the city and the arena. But if if a team is a is a is a bad team and they they have no shot at the playoffs, and in terms of their roster, it doesn't look like it's going to get better in time. Um, players just don't want to go there. Today, today's young players, uh, they just want to win. And you know, some of them might say, "Oh, I, I want to uh, be on the national stage." You can be on the national stage in in any team in any market in the country. And I think now it's all about winning and the emphasis about winning championships. And that's why we're even seeing, you know, these star players taking lesser roles so they can go to a team that's going to have a chance to advance to the playoffs and maybe win them the ring. I did wonder the atmosphere last night, if that resonates with players now, if they see this, like you, now you're starting to see or hear what, you know, you've heard about in previous generations here. Um, you know, Zion Williamson talking about New York and, you know, it almost felt like he was flirting with the Knicks uh, earlier this season. And I, I just wonder if if this is a team that could get out of this first round and go to another round and you get more of these games, this atmosphere, this environment. Can that resonate with younger players in the NBA that wanting to be part of something that's special or different? Yeah, I think it can, Dan. And, and you know, last night, one of the biggest cheers of the night in the middle of the game, they put up on the big screen a tweet from LeBron James talking about how, wow, this building's loud, the garden is rocking. The place exploded when it saw that because another player, another player who declined to come when he had the opportunity is talking about what a great atmosphere it is. And, and to me, that was always the number one priority for, for this regime this year was to establish that things have changed that now this is a good destination because you have a chance not only to play in New York, but more importantly, to play on a team that has a chance to be successful, that plays well together, that has an excellent future. And, and that was number one. All this extra stuff, uh, getting into the playoffs, getting the fourth seed, maybe advancing to the second round, although we're, we're obviously short of that right now. Um, I think that in some ways is secondary. They have now changed the perception around the league, not just from players, but agents, who have a very big say in what players go in many occasions. So I, I think that perception changing has is, is been the most important thing for them. The, uh, the FU Trey, uh, Trey Young is balding. Um, I mean, this is, this is the opening round game against the Hawks, Mike. It's not, <laughs> it's not like, you know, the Sixers are in town or the, you know, you're playing the Nets. Yeah, they, they, the series is tied at one. <laughs> no. <laughs> First, and I must say, again, being a New Yorker with all that's happened over the past year and with the franchise over the past eight years, it's very easy to get caught up into it. So I, I, I understand that. As for the, the, the chance, <laughs> not to sound like the, the parental scolding gray-haired old man, but come on, let's we can be better than that. Um, think of something clever. Think of something funny. Um, even think of something hostile, but the, that one particular chant F Trey young over and over again. And it was not just a handful of people. It was a lot. I, I think we can do better than that. I was, I was disappointed in that. And I don't know. It looks like there's video of somebody spitting on Trey young. Uh, were you aware of that? I saw the headline. I didn't see it. Wasn't aware of it until yeah. Yeah. about a half hour ago. Uh, and that's, you know, same thing with the Russell Westbrook. I mean, spitting and throwing popcorn are, are clearly two different things. Um, but I, I, I think it's it's something that just has to be stopped. Westbrook is right. And it's up to the arenas and it's up to the teams to to make sure if that happens, 
and even the fans around him to, to, to try and stop that thing right away because it's just, I mean, it's, it's clearly disgusting when people do stuff like that. He's Mike Breen, Hall of Famer. By the way, congratulations on that honor. How did, Thank you, Dan. How did you find out about that? Um, the initial time was I got, a, uh, I got a, uh, an email. They tried to call me. I was on a flight, and I got an email um, while I was on the flight. I think it was New York to L.A., so I'm, I'm reading the email and, you know, something like that brings about so many memories of so many people that helped you. So I'm sitting on the plane. And of course, now I'm, I've got tears in my eyes and they're streaming down my face. And the guy sitting next to me is looking at me like, oh, I'm, am I sitting next to one of these clowns? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to tell him, no, I'm OK. But I, I, I didn't have the heart to tell him. You should have gotten on the loudspeaker and just said, look, I'm emotional in case you're wondering, uh, you know, trade tables in the upright and locked position, and I'm a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would have worked as well. Or I should just just looked at him and said, I just get emotional every time I <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did When did you uh, develop the bang? When, when did that come about with your, your signature call? Uh, actually... In college, when I was a student at Fordham, I broadcast the games on the college radio station, WFUB, and I didn't use it on the air. I used it when I went as a fan. You know, when I wasn't calling the games, I was in the stands rooting on my on my college team. And when a Fordham player hit a big shot, I would, as a fan, scream it out. And I tried it on the air a couple of times when I was doing college radio, and I didn't like it. I didn't think it was it worked, so I kind of shelved it for a while. And then I started doing some some TV later on, and I felt it worked better. And I liked it at the end of games when it was a big call because I didn't feel I had the strong enough voice to override the crowd. And if you have, you know, a single syllable word that kind of punctuates the, the moment and then get out of the way and let the crowd take over, that's when I, I started using that on, on a regular basis. And I thought, you know, it was a good time at that point of the game to use. A bang-worthy moment. I go back to Steph Curry hit a shot – the 2015 Oklahoma City from Correct. about you know 38 feet and it, like it, it it was a great exclamation point without taking away from the play you added to the play by just that bang and then you know it it just it felt like how did I do by the way <laughs> I thought you did very well okay thank you okay thank you thank you um, but, yeah. Sometimes when you go back and listen to it, you, you, the, I think, oh, who's this screaming fool? But if you love the sport, and I do, and I've, I've loved basketball since I was a kid, uh, you so get caught up in the emotion. And that particular play that you speak of was, that was when he was on that incredible run. The team was like 54 and 5, and everything worked together. And, and he got hurt earlier in the game. They were down 12, and they still came back and won. It was that magic carpet ride they were on. So you just you get caught up in the moment sometimes. Could you maybe give me uh, Patrick for three? You can give me a bang or something. I mean, is that probably unprofessional? But, uh, you know, I thought I'd ask. Well, do you have a basket there? Do you have a ball you can shoot? Is that I, possible? I do have a hoop here, but you can assume it's going in. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's me. You're Young, you're very cocky with your game. Huh? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I, if nobody's guarding me, I'm uh, I'm I'm Trey Old. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna, right. I'm going to make it. Dan Patrick for three bang. Okay, you nailed it. I love that's it. a first. That's a first quarter. Yeah. Oh, I know, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I know. I I can't wait for the fourth quarter and overtime. There. Uh, how close do you think LeBron was to coming to the Knicks? I don't think he was close at all. I know the story recently came out that yeah. he wanted, um, but that his wife didn't want to. Now, who knows if that's if that's true or not. But the way I look at it, if he really wanted to come to New York, he'd be there. He would have been there. And uh, I, I don't think it was. I don't. I, I don't think at that particular time it was. It was even a possibility. Yeah, I wonder about that. That if his wife didn't want to go, and. Uh... You know, she's probably saying, all right, we've been in Cleveland. We've been in Miami. We've been back to Cleveland. Now, where are we going? And she probably, I could understand her saying, look, let's just pick a spot where we're going to stay so I can raise the family here. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, only he knows for sure. Uh, but I didn't think, you know, I think he was being kind uh, to saying, OK, yeah, I thought about it, it was a possibility. I really was interested, but I, I don't think I don't think there was a chance that we're going to get him. We got uh, one of your broadcast partners, Jeff Van Gundy, on the show tomorrow. Why is he so cranky? <laughs> he's actually he's, he's actually uh well, I shouldn't say it. We, we haven't spoken in months. Uh, we, we had an argument a couple of months ago. We were able to do it professionally on the air, um, but off the air. So if he's got something going on that makes him cranky, I'm not really certain wow. why. Wow. I don't. <laughs> wow. That that was a Marv Albert an- answer there. That, that... I'll take the ultimate compliment. Yes. Yes. That definitely a Marv Albert answer. You got uh, Suns Lakers on Sunday. Do you have that? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And then you got Nets Celtics. You got that tomorrow night? Yes. That'll be that'll be a hostile crowd as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it matters without Jalen Brown there. That's a good point. But yeah. it, if if the Celtics don't compete, uh, they'll spend the night uh, booing Kyrie Irving, probably. Yeah. And then Suns Lakers. I don't know the availability of uh, of Chris Paul. Does that have you ever? When's the last time you were surprised going into a game and you're like, "This team has no chance of winning this game"? Oh, it happens all the time. I mean, that's the beauty of the NBA. Now, does it happen in the playoffs? Perhaps not. I, I thought, you know what? I was surprised. I was really surprised at uh, the other night, Game Two, uh, Clippers and Mavericks. All right, so Clippers lose Game One at home. All right, that happens. But then to come back and beaten like that. That, that was a surprise because this is a Clipper team that their whole season is geared toward getting back in the playoffs and redemption from, from the collapse last year. And for them to have that, um, it shows, number one, how there's something still not right there, and number two, that Luka Doncic is going to be one of the all-time greats. Well, you're a Hall of Famer, so he'll eventually <laughs> join you in the Hall of Fame, I guess, Mike. Is that what you're saying? Was that a roundabout way of me? Com- wow, that is self-serving. Uh, I can't. Well, I can't wait to get on a plane now and, and, and go over the loudspeaker. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, no, just have the flight attendant just say, you know, and we would like to uh, let everybody know we have a Hall of Famer on the flight. He's uh, Mike Breen. He's seated in two A. Uh, don't don't come up to him. He's crying right now. But. Uh, uh, <laughs> This do you do you get like as you get older? I mean, um, do you get more emotional as you get older? Oh yeah, I'm a mess. But do you cry at commercials? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're kindred spirits. Oh no, it's embarrassing. Like if I, my son got married a couple of weeks ago. I I was holding on to the back of my wife's shoulders, crying into her hair, trying to muffle the sound as my son came down you think dick for meals an emotional mess like i i i I crush him people i was making the wedding party cry it's like it was just horrible horrible (laughs) i'm i'm heaving you know when you cry and it's like (laughs) my son's getting married i should be happy i'm crying i got three daughters mike that i gotta walk down the aisle there's no way i can do it Oh, forget it. Forget it. I, my worst one again was <laughs> I shouldn't say this again. It was on a plane <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to watch a movie and I pick because I remember this movie. I enjoyed with my kids. Finding Nemo is one of the great <laughs> adult movies. And as the movie is near the end and it's this wonderful father son relationship, I'm crying on the plane watching Finding Nemo. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's, <laughs> there's no shame in that. But you're only by yourself you're more by yourself there i i'm on display god I, I i i i want my daughters to get married but i don't want them to get married just because i don't want to cry well i wanted to I, i'm proud of you dan thank you mike thank you mike uh safe travels and uh good luck on the plane <laughs> bang! Thank <you>. bang bang <laughs> curry from 38 bang yeah i'll work on that I'll work on that. Thank you, Mike. That's uh, the Hall of Famer, Mike Breen. He uh, will be on the call. Nets Celtics tomorrow night and then Suns Lakers on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's a it's a great call. I always believe when I did the highlights on SportsCenter, I wanted just one word. I just wanted it one or two words. That way you say it and then you get out of the way. Like the home run call was gone. Because I already knew it was gone because I'm doing the highlights. 
then you get all the information out of that. And sometimes when you get that no doubter where it's it, somebody just hits a bomb, you just go, here's the uh, 2-0 pitch, gone. And then, and then you just lay out. Or when guys used to shoot threes and I was doing the highlights, it'd be, you know, throw out somebody. Said Sabalos from three, and it's good. And then you just move on. But a lot of times when we were doing the highlights, it's because we were trying to entertain ourselves because a lot of times those games, I don't know, a February game, basketball game, not too exciting. So you'd try to almost entertain yourself and your co-anchor to try to get excited about bringing you a game that really nobody cared about. Yes, McLovin. And you probably had no idea that all that stuff you guys did to entertain each other would capture everyone's imagination. Oh, yeah. We were at home. We loved it. That's how we talked to each other. Yeah. We were, we were very lucky because you tuned in. You didn't know what the result was. Nowadays, when you tune in, you're tuning in to watch Scott Van Pelt or listen to Scott Van Pelt do his interpretation of a game that you already knew. Or there could be an interview. It's different. We, we had the luxury of you didn't know and you tuned in and we, we led you along for that ride. And then, you know, we gave you the highlights and then the final score. Yeah, Paul. But the catchphrase is when I was in college again, they would go from sports to other things. We'd be at the bars and one of our friends would go up to a girl and he would get denied. And we go, the whiff. The whiff. And, and he'd come back and you just hear like eight bros going, the whiff. whiff. We'll take a break. The great Dominique Wilkins will join us. He uh, works for the Hawks on the call last night with uh, Trey Young and the Hawks losing to the Knicks as the series now shifts to Atlanta. Neek will join us coming up next here, 21 after the hour, Dan Patrick show. We've spent a lot of time at home this past year. And for some of you, maybe too much time. And I get it. You're not alone, but uh, you're ready to get out of the house more. And maybe you want to think about this, your house you're living in right now. If you could possibly pay less, wouldn't you do that? Put more money in your pocket? Yep. Then you got to call American Financing. You get a free, no obligation mortgage review. Because interest rates are still near all-time lows, chances are you can benefit. Think of what you can do with that extra money. Just pick up the phone and you call American Financing. I'll give you the number in a moment. And you can make these savings uh, happen right now. Call them before the rates are gone. 866-574-2500. 866-574-2500. Or you can visit AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLS Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER NBA just released an official statement after an investigation into the incident that occurred at last night's game. We have determined that the person involved will have his season ticket membership revoked effectively immediately. In addition, he will be banned from all events at the Wells Fargo Center indefinitely. This is the fan that threw popcorn on Russell Westbrook. We apologize to Russell Westbrook and the Washington Wizards for being subjected to this type of unacceptable and uh, disrespectful behavior. There's no place for it in our sport or arena. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. We bring in Dominic Wilkins, the Hall of Famer, the Hawks vice president of basketball, and uh, 26, close to 27,000 points when it was all said and done. He's broadcasting the Hawks playoff games for uh, Bally Sports, and he joins us now. Neek, good morning. How you feeling? Good. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, were you ever told how your parents came up with Dominique as your name? Uh, yeah, actually, my dad was in the military. Um, he was in the army for 26 years. But anyway, uh, I was born in Sorbonne, France, right outside of Paris. And we had a nanny who, who named me. And basically, she said to my mom, look at little Dominique. And she said, that's not his name. She said, well, it should be. And my uh, mom said, okay. <laughs> we changed his name to Lil Dominique. Really? <laughs> but actually, Dominique is my middle name. My first name is Jacques. Jacques Dominique. Wow. So you certainly had the French influence there. Yeah, I do. I do. Can't speak a lick of it, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if we came up with a, uh, a nine-foot rim and had you and Jordan do a dunk contest right now. It would be the greatest nine-foot dunk contest ever because <laughs> we don't have to jump as high anymore. So that, that would be fun, actually. But, uh, you know, I talked to Dr. J about dunking. He said that he can still dunk. He said it's it's not going up. It's coming down that hurts so much. You know, I say that all the time. You know, it's, it, it is not the going up that, that, that hurts. Coming down is what's going to kill you, you know. But, you know, I can still dunk as well at right age of 61. But, uh, you know, you're going to have some aches and pains later on, though. Did you ever feel sorry for when you dunked on somebody? Uh, not an ounce. And that was the most exhilarating feeling that you could ever have, especially when you do it when you dunk on big guys. Big guys, where it seemed like to get you charged up after you make a great play like that. Give me the guy you dunked on and you just said, man, that is so good. Well, you know, quite a few, <laughs> but I, I would I would say guys like Patrick Ewing, uh, guys like Bob Lanier, who didn't speak to me for nine years after I dunked on him one time. <laughs> yeah, um, you know Robert Parrish and guys like that. I mean, it, I, I just really got me off when I dunked on bigger guys. Well, you dunked on Bird, didn't you? A few times. A few times. A few times. You know. Probably shouldn't have jumped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you can tell when guys go up to block a dunk or contest it, and then they start to go up and they realize I'm starting to come down and you're still going up. This isn't yeah, gonna I end mean, well. You've you've seen those situations many times, you know, where, where you got the great high flyers and you go up and challenge and when you get in there, you like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. And you know, when you got the great high flyers, man, they have the ability to hang in the air a little bit longer than others. Just a beautiful thing to watch. We brought up your brother the other day when he was labeled the Jordan stopper. And I felt bad for your brother because you knew that was going to make Michael mad when you, oh, you're the Jordan stopper, huh? You know what? I called my brother when he said that. And I said, so I said, 
what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I said, you don't want to awaken a sleeping giant? Are you crazy? And uh, he said, hey, he put on his pants like I do. I said, Gerald, Gerald, you know, if you're a good defensive player, you don't have to talk about it, man. You don't want to get him riled up. Man, I think he averaged like 40 in that series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever there was this guy's the next Jordan or this guy is the Jordan stopper, I went, this isn't going to go well. It's just, it's, nah, it's not. You know, and I used to love when guys talk trash, you know, and say things because I would be so jacked up and ready to play against that, that guy. He was going to have a long night. The atmosphere at the Garden last night, like you played at the Boston Garden, you know, in those playoff games with the Celtics. Like, exactly. Uh-huh. Just like that environment. What is that like to play in an environment when, you know, the opposing team hates you? There's no better environment than those hostile environments as an opponent on your court. That's what basketball is all about. That's what competing is all about. I embrace it. And it really it's a compliment to you as an individual when fans boo you and, and, and try to come at you. It's a, it's a compliment to you because, because they know how good you are. And that's the thing that happened to Trey Young. And, you know, I said to, you know, the last couple of days, that's just the respect they have for him. If they didn't respect him, they wouldn't say anything. But also, what is he, 20 years of age? I mean, imagine yeah, you're, you're 20. 20 yeah, I mean, Neek, you're 20 years of age. You're in the garden. They're saying, F you, Trey Young. I mean, wow. It's a bit much. I will say that. But at the same time, uh, when you kick somebody's ass, they don't chant as much, you know. Then, then at the end of the day, you know, when the series over, those same fans say, you know what, we have to give him his respect and his, his due because he came to play. And so he's one of those young superstars that's embraced it. Don't bother him. You know, he loves it. Matter of fact, so and that's what great players do. That's what really the good and great players do. They embrace that because that's what competing is all about. Do you recognize today's NBA? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. You know, and look, we all play in a different time. You know, when I hate when people get to comparing, oh, this air is better, that air is better. You know, this, you know, this air is more talented. And it's just ridiculous when I hear that stuff. You know, I'd say if people do their history and go back, you know, when some of the greatest players that ever played this game were playing, you know, it was a knockout, drag out type of game where guys just went at each other. It was very competitive. And so we've had our time. You know, it's these guys' times. And so only thing I hate is when they try to discredit us to prove a point. Yeah, I just wonder who would have benefited the most in today's rules who you played with? I wish that nobody couldn't touch me. <laughs> you know, back when I played, you know, I was getting 28, 30 plus in handshake era. You know, and people ask me all the time, oh, what would you have? I said, I don't know. If you couldn't touch me, I can tell you to be over 35 a game, you know, because I love the physical contact. So the fact that they can't touch you like that anymore definitely would be beneficial to me. What's the best performance you ever witnessed? The best performance I ever witnessed and part of was against Michael Jordan. And I never had a player to do this before. I think I had 57 in Atlanta. We go back to Chicago weeks later. And I remember Michael Jordan walks in our locker room before the game. We in suit and tie, haven't gotten dressed yet. He walks in our locker room. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking maybe going to the training room or something. So he walks by me. He walks by Kevin Willis and he gets to Randy Whitman and he slaps him on behind. And he said, lace him up. It's going to be a long night. He turned and walked out. And I'm in shock. I'm like, did he just... And I didn't know what to say. I said, well, you tell that so-and-so, Scotty Pippen, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> you know? I didn't know what to say. He had 60. <laughs> and, 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 but, it, you know, even though he had 60, it's the way he had it. You know, it was ele- electric, man. I mean, it was it was incredible to witness. You know what he was, though, Nick? When we see Kobe, Kobe was a volume shooter. Mike was pretty economical. Like, it, he, he, he made the most of his possessions and his shots. Oh. He was so efficient, as well as being an assassin, a killer out there on the floor. And he wanted to basically take your heart with every possession. That's who he was. I mean, he wasn't a guy without there make friends. My greatest battles that I've had was against Michael. Michael and I were probably the only ones in the history. I mean, not. I would say 
throughout our career, through our whole career, we were the only two as foes to average over 30 against one another for a career. I mean, that's how competitive it was. Do you think we're headed for uh, Lakers Nets? I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far as of yet, you know, because Lakers still got to get by Phoenix, even though home court has swung back into the Lakers' favor. It's going to be a good, I think that's still going to be a good – it all depends on if Chris Paul is healthy. If he's not healthy, I, I think it would be tough for Phoenix. Yeah. I really do. I mean, because, you know, you got LeBron, you got AD over there. As long as you got those two guys healthy and playing the way they did the other night, it's, it's still, I think, it would be tough to beat the Lakers. You okay with these guys joining teams, you know, these super teams? Well, that's the way it is now. That's the way it is now. You know, the thing is that when we played, I always wanted to try to win for this city in Atlanta. And only way I figured that I can measure my greatness is to play against the greatest players. So, no, none of us wanted to, to join teams. If it happened, it happened. But we didn't, you know, seek teams out. Because you couldn't do it in those days anyway. Not like that. Things have changed. The players have more control now. Well, I think one of the first times I remember was when Moses Malone joined Dr. J in Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. that felt like a, a super team. I mean, they already had a talented team, but he, I think he was a free agent and he joined the 76ers yes. with Doc. Yes. But it wasn't like, you know, it was, you know, it was, public knowledge that he might be going here or going there. It just happened with, you know, a guy ended up in a situation, team had enough money, you know, they moved another player. The next thing you know, Moses Malone is still out there, hadn't signed, or he hadn't decided he wasn't signing with anybody yet. But when the opportunity came up to go to Philly, you know, he went to Philly. And yeah, they had a great team, but yeah, they became a super team when he came there. Do you still hold a grudge against anybody? You know, no, I held grudges when I played against guys, but, and I didn't like certain guys, but now I want to talk to those guys about the way we, no, I take that back. Certain guys, <laughs> you know, some guys I still can't stand, <laughs> but. Give me a, um, give me a couple of names you think you, you don't like. Well, well, guys that we, you know, we hate each other. And we, and funny thing is we ended up playing together uh, for a year and that was Chuck Person. Man, we fought all the time. I mean, fist fights we've had. And now I end up on the team when I'm like, I'm on this team with a guy I absolutely cannot stand. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but after you retire, man, like Carmelo and I, up to the time we had had conversation, we didn't talk to each other over, over 21 years. We really didn't. From the time he played to the time we, years after retiring. And I remember we went to an event and I cracked some corny joke and Carmelo family was sitting on one side, my family was sitting on the other side. It's a neek. I didn't know you were that funny. And we said, yeah, we thought you were a-hole. <laughs> and it broke the ice. And Carmelo, myself, and Clyde Drexler, we're like brothers now. We're, so, we're close. We're so close. Man, because we cherish the times that we competed and played against one another. You know, so we, we live for those conversations. Were you okay with Patrick Ewing? Oh, Pat was a, was a very close friend of mine as well. Uh, loved Patrick, you and Spirit, loved him as, as a player, respected him a lot. And even to this day, you know, Pat and I, you know, we, we, we were very close friends. Yeah. Well, he had that demeanor on the floor, though. He had a. Oh, he had, he had attitude. Yeah. He had attitude. But that was the respect that we had for another. It was an unspoken thing that we didn't have to speak to one another. We didn't have to shake hands. You know, we knew what we were here for. Well, you, that was you, have, to, you have to hate Bill Lane Beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and Mahorn, I, man, I think everybody in the league hated them. That's true. They did. But, but the funny thing is, man, I, you know, I talk to Mahorn these days, man, and we laugh about that stuff now. And, you know, if you, if you talk to both of those guys, they're really big teddy bears. They really are, you know. But when you put them between the lines – they, you know, it's like their whole demeanor, it changes. And that's what competitiveness does, you know. But, you know, those guys was, they were some tough, rugged, you know, nasty guys, you know. But, you know, I remember Lambier took me out of the air one time. We had, we, I jumped up and I'm swinging and, you know, punches being thrown. After the game, I see him at a restaurant slash lounge. Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm like, do you remember you just took me out of the air? You know, you forgot. <laughs> but but Lane Beer knew his job. 
Like yes, he, he, he kind of, he's like an actor. You know, this guy shows up, then becomes a character. And then when he's done, then he walks off and then he's different. Yeah, that's what, that's who Lambert was. You know, it, it was like an actor in a sense, but his demeanor and his attitude, you know, when, as far as his focus of the game was bar none, some of the most focused guys I've ever seen. I mean, they were there for one reason to take your heart. And uh, it was something to, 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 to experience and, and, and compete against, but it made it fun. It's great to catch up with you as always, Nick. Have fun the rest of this series. Should be pretty spirited. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Pat. Good to see you, man. That's uh, Dominic Wilkins, the uh, Hall of Famer, the Hawks vice president of basketball, and he's uh, working the Hawks playoff games for Bally Sports. We'll take a break. We'll get to your phone calls coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Last call for phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Dominique's career high was 57. He did that twice, once against the Nets, the other one against Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Michael scored 61 against the Atlanta Hawks in April of 1987. Imagine going into the opposition's locker room prior to a game and then going over to Randy Whitman, who was going to guard Jordan, and basically saying, lace them up. It's going to be a long night. And then going out and scoring 61. Imagine if somebody did that now. 
Like Trey Young goes into the Knicks locker room before game three and just says to Alfred Payton, hey, pack a lunch. Got a long night. Ice tray is here, baby. Like smacks him on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, on the rear end. (laughs) (sighs) Lace him up. It's going to be a long night. That's great. Great stuff. All right. A couple of phone calls. Uh, Let me see. Uh, Jim in Florida. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? How can I help you? Hey, I just wanted to touch base. Huge fan of the show. Uh, shout out to my uh, baby girl, uh, Lauren Olivia. One foot, eight inches, seven times, nine ounces. Uh, one question. Uh, me and my wife, Sarah, were both raised with brothers. Um, do you have a piece of advice for raising a daughter? We were both new. Oh, boy. Um you know, I, I have three of them. I still haven't figured them out. Um, but congratulations to you and your wife. Uh, that's wonderful news, Jim. Uh, let me see. My advice would be listen. Just listen to them. They will tell you everything. Because if you say, how was your day? My son would go, good. My daughters would go, well, it started with, and then, and you wouldn't believe what happened. And then, and then we had lunch. And then after school, they'll tell you everything. But I just listen to them. Even now, and their ages are 22 to 28. I just listen. Because it's so important to have that relationship as a father with your daughters. And my wife thankfully told me at the most crucial moment, I think, in their lives, when they were ages 9 through 13, my daughters, and I was going to re-sign at ESPN. And that's when she said they're going to be all grown up. And uh, I, I turned down ESPN I, I, because those words stayed in my head, of uh, being around for my daughters. Oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? I could have stayed at ESPN. I could have been there with Van Pelt. We would have been rolling. Uh, no, but just being in the moment, I mean, it's, it's, and you only get one shot and being there for them. And I always tell, uh, you know, Paulie and McLovin, they have two daughters each and just, you're just there and, and they see how you interact with your wife. Like it's, it's so, it's crazy of who they then look for in a boyfriend, you know, somebody with sense of humor, somebody with great hair and a great voice, you know, that's what they're looking for and a great jumper. And somebody who's got a couple thousand sports centers and a couple Emmys. I mean, shallow pool of candidates. Yes, it is. Very, very shallow. <laughs> very, very shallow. Uh, yes, McClellan. I ran into an issue. Uh, I was told something in confidence by my daughter, and I told my wife, of course. And then the wife revealed that she had learned the fact from me. Did I? Yeah. I immediately tell my wife everything, but mm. how do you deal with confidentiality between parents? What's really interesting is when they will then bring it up to your wife and find out if you were told about it because they want to find out if they can trust you. Just letting you know. They can't trust me. I, I can't keep secrets. Well, girls are just smarter earlier. You know, Seton always talks about little boys in the playground and they're eating rocks and banging their head against the, you know, the uh, teeter-totter and girls are like they're planning they're scheming like organized games where they're like say they say hello to each other hey hi how you doing good do you want to go play sure yeah boys are like, <laughs> like dude what are you doing yeah uh ryan in arizona hi ryan what's on your mind oh hi dan uh ryan in tempe uh six foot one sixty i've been listening since you're in the ad i appreciate you oh thank you uh when you, you're an Arizona sports fan long enough, you develop this little brother complex with Los Angeles, and you, know, you get pushed around by the Dodgers, you get pushed around by USC. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals have beaten the Rams in about four years. So <laughs> when I saw the Lakers chopping to the seventh seed, I knew what was coming. Uh, do you, is there any hope for me? Any hope for the Sun? Um, you're in the playoffs. You had a great year, and I, I think you have to think about that. If I said to you at the beginning of the year, you're going to have the second best. You're going to challenge for the best record in the West. But I can't guarantee any playoff success. You haven't been in the playoffs in a decade. Start there. It's unfortunate with Chris, you know, being injured. 
you know, what's his availability tonight? But but there's so many positives. Everybody always looks at the end result because if I said this beginning of the year, you're going to have one of the best records in the NBA and you're going to get a chance to face the Lakers. You'd go, oh, my God, sign up for that in a second. And you may not survive, but you had a great year. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Uh, Todd, I'll start with you. Hall of Famer Dominique Wilkins says, Michael Jordan was an efficient assassin who wanted to take your heart with every possession. McLovin? Dominique Wilkins' name is not Dominique Wilkins. It's yeah. Jacques. Jacques Dominique. Seton O'Connor. Mike Breen, plane crier. Yeah, big blue. Hardcore plane crier. Yeah. <laughs> Snakes on a plane, tears on a plane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pauling, what'd you learn? Cheryl Lawrence used to be Tim Tebow in the NCAA sports video games. What did I learn, Todd? Uh, we all learned you have a new name for my efforts at sports poetry, which is Lamerick. There you go. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes Benz vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge tech, five star sales, service, financial support crew. Mercedes Benz vans build equipped and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile. Taking that all important first step into an authorized dealership today. Yankee manager Aaron Boone on the program and Jeff Van Gundy. Hope you'll join us. Friday edition. Meet Friday. Dan and the Danettes. Talk to you then. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.